Hello everybody, I'm Steve and this is the Football Stadium Prince podcast, episode number nine, eight or nine, I can't remember. Um, and here's a little Pac-Man jingle. Perfect, little Pac-Man jingle that will likely get me into trouble one day. And I'll have to go back and remove that from all the episodes. One second while I take a little look out the window. It sounds like somebody's outside. Um, yeah, so, thank you very much for tuning in. It's not radio, but you get me. Um, you're listening to the number one podcast in the UK. Technically... It's not the number one podcast right now while I'm recording this. This is the 15th of December, 2020. But maybe by the time you've found it, it is the number one podcast. And that statement will be true. So thank you very much for joining me. So, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? Right now I'm working on a fine line stadium design of Aston Villa's ground, Villa Park. I'm going to do a brief outline of it, stick it on Twitter and ask them where they think it is. Because by the time you're listening to this it'll all be completed, it'll be done. So it's not really a quiz for you guys. Wait, no. You'll if you're a Twitter follower, you'll have already seen what I'm talking about, right? Um, once again, normally I sit, press record, and then just let it go. But this week again, I know for a fact there's going to have to be a pause because my Tesco shopping is coming at some point. So at some point... I'm going to have to press pause when you hear the ring doorbell. Bung, bung, bung. But with the wonders of technology, I will just press it to seem like there's been any difference. But that's it. So, it's Aston Villa. It's Villa Park. It's an absolute it's a stunner of a stadium. Another one of those classic old-school, proper English feel to it. Four different stands, right in the middle of houses, not stuck away out in a retail park type thing. Beautiful. That's what I'm doing. And quickly, just to recap, what is this podcast all about? Well, first of all, it's pretty much never about football. And I'll go. I'll get onto that again a little bit later on. Kind of explains why it's not about football. But really, it's just an excuse to let me talk out loud. Feeling too. I used to work for. Well, for the. Not the vast majority of my working life. My entire working life has always been in jobs that were very sociable very office jobs, game farms, working in retail, so there was always loads of people. But since doing this job, 
screenshot of where I am at the moment. Nope, that's got a stupid. Oh, and now I've opened my menu. Oh, this is riveting stuff here. Alright, push these three buttons at the same time. Yeah, so they've all been very sociable jobs. Get to spend most of your day chatting to people. Whereas now, I've got nobody to talk to. Two and a half years of sitting at my desk on my own. No one to talk to. And I'm not complaining about that because it's brilliant being your own boss. But you do miss chatting to people. So I'm trying to use this as an excuse just to have at least 50% of a conversation. And I can talk out loud. If you're listening to this and you've got any questions you want to ask, please feel free to ask them. And I will answer them on this. I'll give you a shout out. I'll answer anything. It doesn't have to be about football. In fact, it's probably beneficial but it isn't about football because I don't know anything about it. Nobody needs to know my opinion on it. There are better versed people out there than me who can talk about that. So there. That's that. That's a bit of the intro. And I don't think this is going to be a very long one, to be honest. Let me... And we are going to have that in... That in but what have we been up to since last week? Brilliant. I closed the... What have we been up to? Well, the main one, at the weekend, me and half of the family went to the Rail Mail Museum. Where about is it in London? It's, well, we got off at Russell Square, but then there was a bit of a... a bit of a walk from there. And then, anyway, it's the Rail Mail Museum. It was really good. And because of lockdown, or COVID, it was really quiet. But that had its flip side. It was quite good because it was, it was quiet so we could get round easily enough. But it's quite a touchy-feely exhibition in places. And, well, all those sort of sections were closed off. So there was a bit that the kids... I'm going to say the kids here would really love where you could dress up and things in the old post office post clothes and things. Who am I kidding? I always wanted to dress up in them. But all that sort of stuff is closed at the moment. Fair enough. And then there was other exhibits and things that weren't quite at their fullest going on. Not complaining. Totally fair enough. But yeah, it's quite cool. You're on... You get to go on the old in the old tunnels where they used to fire mail about London and when you get on the excuse me when you get on the well the train thing is tiny so you're just sitting like one in front of each other no side by sides on this thing um yeah when we first saw the um the train the two because I was there with two nieces they did not believe that we were getting on that thing. I was like, we're definitely getting on that wee train. That is what we were getting on. Mark my words. They were having none of it. And it turned out we did. It made some pretty cool use of um, the space you were in as far as the video was concerned up against the tunnel walls. That was quite cool. Although it did make me feel a bit queasy because it's, it's huge. It's like being in... It reminded me of being in... I went to Flamingo Land when I was young, like eight or something like that, and I had this 
big dome thing where the video projection was over the whole thing or at least half of it or something and you just lay on the floor or sat on the floor watching this thing so it was kind of like you were on a huge roller coaster it was kind of like that but it threw my stomach a wee bit oh yeah that's right that's what I was thinking when we first got on it was set off the wee man goes wee man he was huge um, the driver or the announcer or I suppose it was a recorded message he was like so we're heading off towards Whitechapel totally threw me because it felt like we were heading in completely the opposite direction I think we were under where did we end up not Marble Arch Ma not Manor House oh M M M M but it was good it was good it was good va good value and then the other it's split into two sections the bit with the, with the railway part and then just a sort of more regular museum bit. So that was good. That was actually for my mother-in-law's birthday. I think she thought it was fine. And then we managed to get something to eat. Don't know what the place was called. Where we ate. But I had sushi. So there you go. Very exciting. So we did that. That was on Saturday. That was, that was good fun. Oh, I listened to the latest Adam Buxton podcast with Paul McCartney I'm a massive Beatles fan I do think he can come across as a bit detached nowadays McCartney but it was really good it started off a bit funny he some of the stuff he was saying kind of sounded a bit Trumpish not in what it was he was saying just how he sounded when saying it like he he was, he was talking like nobody knew what a quesadilla was, which was a bit odd. And then there was other bits and places where he's just putting on, like for some reason just stick on an American accent for a phrase. But then it sort of calmed down. It, found, it was like they relaxed and it just became really, really good, really interesting. Would have been nice to have more of it, but... You're dealing with a former beetle, I think time is pretty precious. I guess he's got lots of people to have to talk to. And obviously one day he'll be on the number. So Paul, if you're listening, never knows what I'd, I would be up. Adam Buxton said at the beginning of his one, he's like, a, he was, he's never the, the biggest, never thought of himself as the biggest Beatles fan, it? but he ended up pretty much shiting it by the, as it was about to start, well I'd be an absolute wreck. I suppose having zero experience in interviewing, well, interviewing in, a, in this sort of format, I, I used to have to interview when I worked for, I don't think taking on employees work Saturday jobs is quite the same as doing international pop, certainly not ones of the calibre of ex-Beatles and Wings superstars. But you never know, maybe I'm doing the, the next interviewees and ex-employees of mine a disservice. Maybe they are just as good as Paul McCartney, if not better. Could Paul McCartney work in 
next Livingston during sale time? I don't think so. I believe there might be too much leather on display for him. So that was that. What, we have 14 minutes already? Well, good stuff. And um, just to say that Philip Park is coming along nicely. I'm liking the look of it. The devil will be in the detail when it comes to the Archibald Leech and everything he turned his hand to. That's grand. Oh, excuse me while I check my WhatsApp because this could be out to get shopping. No, it's not. It, it's my dad telling me I have a parcel which is in Enfield due to be delivered today. Fantastic. And I will actually type fantastic. But that's a whole batch of um, face masks. So that's good. That's good that they're on their way. What was I picking up my phone for? Oh, yes. Check um, what else have I been up to. The Rail Museum. Oh, yeah. Popstar Day. Uh, as Again, if you're a Twitter follower and if you listened last week, although I didn't really go to plan last week trying to paint while doing a podcast, that was just too difficult. I didn't have a plan in place to make sure I had stuff to talk about. It just, I would imagine it was just lots. Um, but yeah, so if you're watching that, you know that I've been trying to do each day pick up the pen, the real ink pen, the watercolours and a pad and just pick a pop star and draw and paint them. The first couple were Lennon and McCartney, so I thought well I'll just crack on and do Harrison and Ringo. I'm really happy with the Ringo one, I like that. I really like the Harrison one. The McCartney one looks a bit like he's maybe like a, a lady from LA who has had far too much surgery but, but none of her friends are telling her that maybe you know maybe there, there are better ways to be dealing with whatever it is you're going through maybe um there's that then I went on tried Snoop Dogg which was ridiculous Taylor Swift which was an abomination um, I would be very surprised if anybody could even tell that that's who that was. Um, in fact, on that page, there's two attempts at trying to get her right. But that's okay. That's what it's about. It's just meant to be practice. A bit of fun. Doesn't matter how it turns out. I'm posting it. And then yesterday was Liam Gallagher, which I was pretty happy with that one as well. I don't know who I'm going to do it to. Maybe I like I feel like I want to do boy, but I'm, I feel like I want to keep him till later. Maybe after a lot of practice, I feel like I really ought to do justice. I don't know. Maybe David Byrne, talking head. I can't really think of any contemporary pop stars because I'm not really I don't really listen to it. I've heard the name Billy Eilish. But I've got it's only 9.30 right now so I've got plenty of time to start thinking. Oh text messages. Oh he's running behind. He's running behind 
between 9 and 10.35, well that's... Alright, so it's just added another 35 minutes on. No bother, pal. I'm not going anywhere. So we might get away with this. We might not have an, in, um, an interruption. Not that it would be a bad thing. Difference to the listener, I don't think. Right, so pop star of day. Don't know what I'm doing next, but I'm going to try and keep that up for as long as possible. It will get a bit tricky once I shut down for Christmas and family and everything are about, but I'm going to try and keep that up. Keep that going. Um, so we did McCartney sounds like Trump a bit, but he ends up being fantastic. The Real Museum, which I, if you're in London next year, I recommend it. It's not going to totally blow your socks off, but it's, it was, um, it was decent fun. Um, yeah, so if you're in, in London, you've got the, I would, I would say it's, you, you would, you, it's more for the kids. There's plenty of stuff there for the kids to do. They had um, those, I can't remember the name of them. Um, they're like pneumatic tubes. They're pneumatic hydraulic tubes where you stick those capsules in and they go flying across the, well, they've got one of them where it goes flying across the room. That was pretty cool. They just remind me of like 80s movies. Although I assume they're probably still in use now. Yes, that's good. Um, the Rio Museum. It was fairly near the Brunswick Centre, but again, it was still a bit of a walk. Anyway, never mind that. Um, and what was the last one? Oh yeah, football, football podcast. At the start of this, I was talking about this isn't really a football. Maybe. I mean, I did a bit when Scotland qualified for the Euros, but that's... How are you not going to talk about that after? Since 1998, for crying out loud. But yeah, I don't really talk about football much, because... There are so many football podcasts out there, and... They, everyone who's running those ones do could add so much more than I ever could. I basically just don't know anything but other football podcasters I've been on a few um, I think have they all been I think the podcasts have all been on have all been about Italian football but based in America and Canada and they were really good to do really good fun but I always panic on the run up on the run up to it I'm like oh god please don't ask me anything about actual football because I ain't got a clue if you start asking I, I mean I'm an artist I'm not a you can start asking me about tactics formations I don't know how such and such has been playing I don't know I'm here to draw the here to draw the stadiums when I'm sitting on my own sitting watching football in the pub with my pals and everything absolutely I'll have an opinion on those things, but I'm certainly not going to be going, certainly not going to be voicing them on the internet, because nobody needs my opinion. But yeah, but they're always dead, they're always good fun. 
and I'm very grateful for the people who have had me on. And while I'm working and doing this, my memory's drawn an absolute blank. Oh, it's a one of them was in Milan. Ah, oh, right, no, come on, most recent one. Oh, and I've been on a couple of radio shows and stuff as well, which again was very nerve-wracking because you just get you get an email saying, "Oh, do you want to?" Do you, want to, do you want to appear on this drive time show? Like, aye, yeah, go for it. And then you st I start overthinking it, like, what the hell, what, what are they going to ask? What's going to be going on? But it's not just that, it's the small details, like, what, what, my, I, when, well, when I, when I pick up the phone, or they phone me, am I straight on here? Do I have to wait? Um, one of them, and I think it was the first one, I kept putting it off, kept putting it off and putting it off because I'm like, what am I meant, I don't know what the protocol is, I don't know what the, um, when am I meant to speak, the, the difficult thing I found with them is, if you're in a conversation with someone in a room, you can, you can pretty much tell where, what, once you've said enough, you can gauge from by looking at the other person. You think, mm, right? I've probably spoke enough now. You can you can pick up on what what they're thinking about what you're saying. You can react uh, to the body language that's being given off, things like that. But when you're <laughs> when you're doing a radio thing like that, you've got no idea. It just it's just silence on the other end for a while while you're talking. Also got absolute. I don't. I'll ask me anything. I'll answer it. As long as I, as long as I know the answer or I have an answer, I'm not gonna just blag nonsense. But you've got no idea what's going to be coming next, and I was always a bit worried of. I mean, is this just going to be dead air? Am I not going to be able to think of something? Is it just going to be silence? Or me just going, uh, 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 I don't know, uh. But luckily, nothing like that has happened. It's all been great. It's all been good fun. I've never had too much of a stutter on any of them. And I hopefully haven't come across as too much. Okay, this is coming along very nice. What was the point of all that? Football podcasts? Don't really know. Let's fill in the stands, these seats, that looks good. Let's just cut, no, that's just filled in the whole shit like that. Okay, I think, well, once again, I didn't get any questions, so I've got no questions to answer. Other than, um, where is my order? Tracking hasn't moved. Where's my order? I ordered it two days ago, where is it? Um, I'm dealing with a lot of questions like that. At the moment, that's just the consequence of having so many fantastic customers. Um, those are the only questions. They are not worth answering on a podcast, that's for sure. We did that well. We managed to record all that before Tesco arrived and before I had to go and uh, take delivery of that and pack that away. So that's good. Well done, us. And that's that. I've still not... Had a 
I've still not decided what pop star we're going to do today, this afternoon. I can't think of any. Why is uh, why is um, David Byrne keep floating in my head? I want to let's try and think of somebody who is Madonna. Nah. Although really, I should be pushing myself to do more women because of the state of um, Taylor Swift when I tried her. The men I seem to be far more comfortable with, although. You wouldn't know that looking at the Snoop Dogg. I really should probably push myself to try and do more women. Regina from Arcade Fire. I like the Arcade Fire. Um, I don't know. Me sitting thinking it doesn't make for good listening. So I will go for the now. Thank you much, very much for listening. If you know anyone you think who would like to listen to this please send them my direction um if you're listening to this on the 15th or around the 15th of december 2020 i in good conscience can't recommend buying from the site now if you want it your order to arrive before christmas it might but i would imagine with covid and um all that jazz I just wouldn't, I just can't see it arriving on time, so please bear that in mind if you do want something that you're probably looking for it arriving after Christmas now. That's, and that's that. Oh, if you, and if you have a spare quid a month, please consider donating at patreon.com forward slash football stadium prints. Um, and you'll be putting out a draw, a win, uh, sketch and watercolour from my notebook of stadiums a month. We gave the first one away last month on the 1st of December and the next one will be drawn on the 1st of January. It might not be on the 1st of January because I imagine I'll have a hangover, um, but we'll see. I did a live video stream of that on the 1st of December and I'll do the same again where it's one of those in electronic digital tombola things that spins around. Like Wheel of Fortune thing to pick the winner. Um, no, so there we go. Thank you very much. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Goodbye.